Serving up a healthy dose of news, traffic, and engaging opinion. This is Good Morning Hamilton with Rick Zamperin on 900 CHML. Our review of the procedures used to amend the Greenbelt boundary in 2022 raises serious concerns about the exercise used, the way in which standard information gathering and decision-making protocols were sidelined or abandoned, and how changes to the Greenbelt boundaries were unnecessarily rushed through. That is Ontario's Auditor General Bonnie Lissick yesterday finding that the Ford government's decision to open up parts of the Greenbelt to build homes found that some developers were tipped off and received preferential treatment. Surprise, surprise. Andrea Horvath is the mayor of the city of Hamilton and joins us on Good Morning Hamilton on 900 CHML. Madam Mayor, good morning. Good morning, how are you? I'm good. You released a statement yesterday basically saying this plan is unnecessary, misguided, ineffective. It it has to stop. Do you want to expand on that? Well, I, I think the fact of the matter is that we don't need uh, the Greenbelt lands to be able to uh, meet our housing needs, our housing targets, actually, that the province set. So the province did set housing targets for Hamilton uh, by 2051 and by 2031. And the fact of the matter is we have enough land without the green belt and in fact without the urban boundary expansion to actually fulfill those uh, those housing requirements and so that's why i say it is ineffective because it's not necessary it's misguided because of course it's going to have a huge impact on uh, our agricultural lands on some uh, on some wetlands and some natural environment uh, it's a, a, the wrong thing to do in the in the context of climate change uh, just all the way around it's the wrong thing to do and the good thing about the report, Rick, was that the Auditor General supported the City of Hamilton's position, that we, we don't need this extra land uh, and that the uh, the measure shouldn't proceed. She was very clear. In fact, she quote, quoted our staff in the report. And, uh, and so that's why I'm saying let's just stop this right now. Let's abandon the plan to develop the Greenbelt uh, and, um, and, and, and move forward in ways that are much more cost-effective, much more reasonable in terms of our obligations to the environment and to our uh, agricultural land, uh, and in a way that helps our city grow appropriately. Have you spoken with the Premier, or are you planning to do that sometime today or the next couple days to relay this message to him? Uh, Well, I have not yet spoken to the Premier. Uh, I think it's going to be a bit of a whirlwind for the next couple of days for the uh, government, because when these kinds of reports come forward, uh, that's when we when we we all put the pressure on. Uh, so this this morning I'm having a call with the Ontario uh, big city mayors. In fact, when I get off of this call, uh, ostensibly to talk about uh, affordable and attainable housing. Uh, but of course, since this uh, report dropped yesterday, I'm sure uh, the report will be part of our conversation as well. Um, and and we're gonna we're gonna work collectively, collaboratively together as mayors uh, who are impacted by. Uh, this uh, this green belt decision that was made last year uh, to um, to continue to push back. That's what that's what our our job is and our obligations are uh, to our city, uh, to our cities, and uh, and I'm certainly part of that uh, part of that effort. I know you're not in the provincial legislature any longer, but there are calls for the housing minister to resign. Is that a good first step? Well, you know, it's uh, it's it's one of those things uh, that uh, I try not to get too involved in anymore, which is uh, calling for uh, ministers to resign. Uh, that's something that the opposition's job is right now. Uh, but what I what I can say is this um, this as the auditor general identified in her report yesterday, this decision was made by cabinet, 
Um, and so the buck stops with the premier. He has to take some responsibility. In fact, I think he said yesterday uh, that he does, that the buck stops with him. He does take responsibility, uh, but he's not prepared to um, to change direction. So our job now as cities is to reiterate why we think he needs to change direction and try to continue to put that pressure on. Last one for you, because I know you're pressed for time. Uh, you know, these deals have been consummated. Money's changing hands. Do you expect or anticipate that these developers will say, all right, we're going to walk away? Oh, of course not. Of course not. Uh, that's uh, that's certainly not... Um, I mean, the, the, some would say the reason this has happened in the first place was uh, because the developers were uh, uh, wanting to expand uh, their reach in terms of uh, uh, green greenfield development. But we know we have opportunities in our downtown uh, in terms of higher densities we, along the LRT line. We know that there is land and water down uh, in Upper Stony Creek, uh, in the uh, Binbrook area, that is available for all kinds of housing, and that's the point. It's not just big subdivisions that we need up out in, in Greenbelt land. What we need is a mix of housing uh, that, uh, that, that people can afford, uh, and, and we're not going to get that. This kind of housing is extremely expensive because it's not service. All kinds of sewer and water infrastructure has to be expanded and upgraded. Uh, I don't know that money has changed hands. Value has certainly changed. Uh, but there, at this point in time, there are no, um, you know, there are no shovels in the ground, if you will, uh, in these lands that have been opened up. Uh, and so there is time uh, for the Premier to, um, to take a second look uh, and to, uh, to back away. Well said. Madam Mayor, thanks for your time this morning. Thank you. Wake up with the information you need to get the most out of your day. You're listening to Good Morning Hamilton with Rick Zamperin on 900 CHML.